Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. All right, we're getting ready to start race group two here. Race group two, uh, these are our big bore open wheel cars. We call them wings and things. Uh, we'll go starting our rundown here on the last row uh, is going to be number 19, Spencer Brockman. Row number nine on the outside will be the 48 car of Norm Benson on the inside, Gary Fowler. Row eight is going to be on the outside, Tom Van Wee and John uh, Fabianic. Row seven on the outside, Richard Gray. Next to him, Steve Martin. On the inside, on the outside of row six, number 21, Eric's. Uh, Asaduria. On the inside is Mariko Brandoff, row six. Row five now. On the outside, Nicholas Coe. On the inside, Darrow Wizzleman. Race, uh, row number four on the outside is. Uh, this can't be right. I got two Steve Martins here and two car number 74. Anyway, I don't know which place is going to be at, but maybe in row four, maybe in row seven. On the inside, William Weaver. Car number three, our third row. Swanbeck on the inside, Stephen Condit, or Corey Condit. Row number two on the outside, Tom Burt in the 45 car. On the inside, Johnny Crean. And your front row for race group two is going to be Robert Armington. And uh, number one, uh, your pole sitter is going to be number seven, Joe Moran. I'm Brian Belansky. This is race two of the Cal Club SCCA U.S. Majors Tour events here at Button Willow Raceway Park on this Saturday, September 5th. As soon as our cars come down to take the checker or the green flag, they'll be under the control of our start stand. We'll be waiting to see if they get it. Your pole sitter will be keeping the pace of the field as they go down for that green flag. Tracy Kane is going to be our starter for this race. She'll decide whether they're lined up nice enough to get the race started. All right, here comes your cars onto the front straight. We're keeping an eye for a possible start here. We'll see what happens. Looking at the cars, the green flag is out. We've got our cars, one car trying to make its way up towards the middle between two other cars. Not quite sure if that's gonna work. We've got about 20 cars barreling down into the first corner. We've got debris all over the start. So that car who tried to go up the center and got chopped, when I said I didn't think that was going to work, well, clearly it did not work. I'm looking at uh, looking at the front cone section from a formula car with a wing right before the start sign. I've also got other uh, debris a little further down the straight. Uh, it was nose-to-tail contact. I saw it develop, and then it got uh, the car's hit ended up behind a post so I couldn't, didn't see the actual hit um, but it was a car who had basically tried to go up up between the two cars in front of it and they got chopped the nose is from car number 67 I'm hearing 67 William Weaver 
We've got our track crews trying to pick up the debris really fast before these cars come back onto the main straight. They're heading back towards the Star Mazda turn. It looks like they got the big pieces up. This track truck will just run off the side and get out of the way so these cars can come through at speed without having to go full course yellow. What a great job by our emergency services crew to clear this front straight away before the cars get there. Emergency crew is clear of the course before the cars get to the main straight, and we will keep racing here at Buttonwillow Raceway Park. So, yes, I saw that whole thing develop when I said one car going up towards the center. I don't think that's going to work. Well, clearly, it did not work. Here comes your leaders here down towards the start here. We've got two P1 cars out front, followed by what looks like a couple of Continentals. Your leader here after the first race, Joe Moran in the P1 car, followed by Johnny Crean. Robert Armington came across second. Robert uh, Thomas Burt, Tom Burt was fourth in the 45 car. Corey Condit, fifth. Dennis Swanbach, sixth. Seventh is uh, Daryl Wiselman. Eighth, Mariko Brandoff. Ninth, Richard Gray. And tenth, Steve Martin in the 74 car. The 67 car, who was the uh, who had the worst end of that deal, lost its nose, has pulled off. His uh, probably done for the day. Uh, you don't really want to drive a, a, a Formula car without a front nose and without a wing if you can avoid it. Although this is one of those situations where, uh, if you were trying to qualify for the runoffs and you just needed to complete another race to make that happen. Uh, you could certainly circulate uh, around the track without that nose, get to the halfway point, because in the SCCA, uh, you need to complete half the laps to be considered a finisher in a race. Uh, you could certainly do that uh, if that was the only thing that he needed to qualify for the runoffs. Not sure whether or not that car, the, uh, the, whether William Weaver from Fresno uh, is, if, is in that situation, uh, but certainly if I was in that situation, that's what I would do. Uh, I would, you know, get back out there and uh, at least complete my laps. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Still no changes here. Uh, I, I lied. Robert Crean is now your race leader. Uh, he is in second place. The, uh, the former race leader, Joe uh, Moran, has dropped down to fifth, has dropped down four places. So I'm not quite sure what the situation was there. I did not hear a call on that. So now we're hearing that possibly the other car involved at the start of the race was 2-3, Darrell Wiselman. We're hearing there may be some rear wing damage to that car, uh, which would make sense uh, if the 6-7 if the car rear-ended them.
little fast and furious action here uh, at the start of this race. Still trying to see if I can pick up on some information on what happened to Joe Moran there. Uh, he is now circulating in fourth place, uh, or fifth place it looks like. Uh, and it doesn't look like there's any damage to the car, so I don't know what that is. He's also not making up any real time on the cars in front of him. So, you know, he's circulating about three seconds a lap slower than he qualified. So we'll try to find out what happened there. Uh, your top three cars, top four cars right now, Johnny Crean in P1. Your FC class leader, Robert Armington, is in second. Uh, your FE2 class first and second cars are Tom Burt and Corey Condit. Uh, that's the best race on the track at the moment. And uh, they are about a half a second between those two cars here as we work uh, on race lap number four. We are four laps complete here. We're going to get into about the nine-minute mark here. Um, this is one of our fastest groups of the weekend, so uh, we might get to 13 laps here in our 25-minute race. Um, you know, they circulate here uh, about 15 seconds a lap faster than our previous group, and our previous group got to 12 laps. So I'm thinking we're going to get to 13 here, barring any full-course cautions. Uh, and we'll just keep an eye on that. Uh, seeing some more action out there. It looks like the uh, P1 car of uh, Joe Moran may be slowing a little bit more. We'll keep an eye on that as he comes across the line again here. Uh, we'll see how that works out. Oh, no, you know what it was? There's been a problem with our P1 leader. Johnny Crean is the car that slowed down. Uh, he is now way down low um, let's see if he actually comes out of the pit lane here because he's falling through the order and I'm not exactly sure what the situation is there uh, he's now dropped down to 7th place yeah I think that the uh, that that race later P1 car has either has having some sort of a mechanical problem because he is falling through the field has not crossed the start finish line yet continues to drop down I haven't also seen him come into the pits oh here he comes limping his way into the pits very under oh no that's a formula that's an open wheel car, so I'm not quite sure what the situation is going on here. I'm still waiting to see the, uh, the Johnny Crane car come by or come into the pits. I'm trying to see if I can catch a car number of this car here. Oh, I just missed it. Still have not seen Johnny Crane come across the line. Oh. Yet, 
Oh, it looks like he came in for a pit service and then came back out. So he has now dropped all the way down to 15th place. He was your race leader early on. Came into the pits for some sort of a reason. Not exactly sure why. And now he is back out. So we will see. He's coming out. He's a car that used to run laps at 146, coming out behind a car that was running laps at 158. So this will be fun to watch. We'll see how far through the field uh, the uh, number the number 35 car gets. He can hustle that car pretty well uh, if there's no mechanical problems. And uh, we'll just see what happens here. But when he came through the bus stop chicane, he was going so slow uh, that the cars behind him came up really fast. I'm we really fortunate uh, that we did not have that we did not have some sort of an incident there. Uh, because it was pretty dicey there for a few minutes, uh, for a few seconds. Probably four or five cars came up, and not expecting him to be going so slow. Uh, and they got all caught up as they got through the bus stop and headed down towards, uh, headed down toward Riverside. Thankfully, no incidents. He was able to come in. So unclear what the reasoning was. We'll see. He dropped down to 15th. We've got, uh, I'm going to say, six laps to go. So we'll see how many laps he can pick up here, how many cars he can pick off in the final six laps. This is always fun <laughs> when a leader uh, who's much faster than the cars in front of him has a problem and has to come back through the field. We'll see what happens there. So with that change, Robert Armington assumed the lead, came in. He's now the 11th car. He's in first place. That's an F, uh, FC car. The second place car is Corey Condit. Third place is Tom Burt. That's a chase for FE2 class lead there. So Condit and Burt are in FE2. And uh, there is only a second separating those two cars. So we'll have to keep a close eye on that as well. That's our, our best class lead. Johnny Crean, uh, we were talking about him. He's the one who came off the... Uh, came off the track for or has slowdown just went off in turn 15 so uh, i'm not sure if he's just trying to hustle back into the hustle back towards through the field or if there's a problem that's causing that for him uh but he just had an off and on so we'll keep a closer eye on that as well that certainly isn't going to help his efforts to get through the field here uh we're at the halfway point seven laps complete We'll go through the full field here for you. Robert Armington's in first, Corey Condit second, Tom Burt third, Joe Moran's in fourth. Your fifth place car is Daniel Swanbeck. Sixth is Daryl Wizzleman. That's the car with the damage in the rear from the first uh, uh, start of the race. Uh, Mariko Brandoff is in seventh. Steve Martin is in eighth. Gary Fowler is in ninth. And John uh, uh, Fabijanic is in tenth. Tom Van Wee is in 11th. Terrace Carhar is in 12th. Richard Gray is in 15th. Norm Benz in 14th. Johnny Crean is in 15th. And uh, we'll keep an eye on that car. Nicholas Coe looks like is off the track. That was the That's the sixth car. And then uh, William Weaver is the car uh, that had the incident on a first lap. And uh, he is not running as well. That's your full field run down at the halfway point here at Buttonwillow Raceway Park for the SCCA Cal Club Region U.S. Majors Tour race. Group two, to the grid, please. Extension in the paddock. 
we have ourselves a new leader right now. Corey Condit has taken over the lead. He is in the 37 car. Tom Burt has now come into second. So our overall leaders are also our FE2 class uh, uh, battle. Both those cars in FE2. Robert Armington was our race leader. He's now dropped back uh, to third place. Joe Moran is now in fourth. Let's roll down and take a look to see Johnny Crean, who had dropped all the way back to th uh, 13th or 14th spot, uh, has worked his way um, up to uh, has worked his way up to eighth place, and uh, he now has a a big gap between him and the seventh place car. So uh, let's go to see where they are when they cross the line this time. Uh, we got 11 laps complete. We're coming up on four minutes to go in the race. Uh, and we'll see. I'll have a good idea whether or not it's realistic for Crean to be able to work his way further up through the field at this point in time um, because there was a really big gap between him and, and the seventh-place car. It was 32 seconds last time by. Uh, so we'll do a little math here. Not my strongest is not my strongest subject, but we'll do a little math here and see what we can come up with um, when he crosses the line the next time. Oh, it looks like Johnny Crane actually might have another issue here because he's now lost a position to Steve Martin. Uh, so Johnny Crane, or Steve Martin's now up to eighth. Um, Waiting to see here. Uh, it's also possible that Crean just decided I've got my laps and I'm done. No, Crean's now dropping back through the field again. Definitely an adventurous event here for the 35 car. Still not clear what's going on there, but he's now dropped back again uh, to, he's now down to 12th place in one lap. Uh, so, trying to keep an eye on that car. We're now one to go here last time by. Uh, next, time, next time by will be the white flag lap here. Uh, the gap between first and second place is four seconds, so uh, barring an issue of some sort. Uh, looks like Corey Condit will be able to uh, work his way through uh, these last couple of laps and, and probably coast home to a win here. That said, we've had a lot of cars up front have problems, so anything is possible. That's certainly why we run the race here. So we're waiting for the leaders to come through. Did I just... I think... Oh, I thought I heard. <laughs> All right, we've got our leaders now coming through towards the start-finish line here for the white flag. I will give you an idea what the gap is here one more time as they cross here. Um, it also looks like that uh, the third-place car might be able to vie for that second-place position here. 
We'll take a look here. There's your leader, Corey Condit, crosses the line with one lap to go here, followed by your second-place car. But it looks like Joe Moran's going to try to make a pass here, going into the first corner for the final time. He has completed that pass. We'll see if he can hold that position for the remainder of this lap. So Joe Moran makes a move into second place here, going into the final lap here on the final lap uh, to split up those FE2 cars. Uh, Robert Armington is still in fourth, followed by Daniel Swanbeck and Darrell Wizzleman. This will be an impressive sixth-place finish if Darrell Wizzleman can hold on here. Uh, his car, his rear wing was damaged on the opening, actually before the ch uh, getting to the start-finish line on the first lap. Uh to take the green flag and he's been able to keep that car on the track to hold on to a sixth place at the, up to this point and uh, so we'll we'll keep an eye on that as uh, as we get to the finish line looking back also to Johnny Crane he's dropped back to fourth place in that P1 car I'm sorry uh, dropped back to 12th place uh, uh, and and now he's back up to 11th so he's working his way through the field again Still unclear what's going on there with that car. Keeping an eye on the cars in the front. The checkered flag is out. Or almost out. Hold on. Almost jumped the gun here. We're about a quarter of a lap to go before our leaders come down and get the finish of this race here. Steer waiting for that. I hear there's a new leader here. Joe Moran may have come through to take the lead here on the final lap, and he has. So Joe Moran goes into second place, or goes into the last lap in third place, makes one uh, pass going into the first corner on the last lap to jump into second place, and then on the final lap, somewhere between the Star Mazda turn and Sunset, was able to pick off the first place car. A big change here in the final lap, very exciting here. Joe Moran takes the win in P1. FE2 class winner is Corey Condit in second place. And then your third place car is the second place car in FE2, multi-class racing here. And that's car number 45. As soon as all of our cars take the checkered flag, I'll give you a full field rundown here as we finish up race two, our Wings and Things class here at Buttonwillow Raceway Park. All right, we've got our full field through for the final lap. Your race winner in group two, Joe Moran, car number seven, a P1 car. Your second place car is your FE2 class winner, number 37, Corey Condit. And your third place car is the second place winner in FE2, and that is the number 45 car of Tom Burt. Finishing fourth is your FC class winner of uh, Robert Armington. In fifth place is your FC second place car of Daniel Swanbeck. Your Formula Atlantic race winner, very impressive, number 23, Darrell Wizzleman. He finished sixth with a lead car. And he had damage to the rear wing on the opening lap before the opening lap even started. Uh, he was rear-ended by another car, damaged that rear wing, but he was able to keep his car on the track and motor home to a sixth-place finish and a win in Formula Atlantic. 
Your sixth, uh, seventh place car, Mauricio Brandoff, was your uh, Sports 2000 winner. Steve Martin, your FX class winner, was eighth in car number 74. Johnny Crean had an eventful race, leading at one point in time, uh, fell back to 15th with a spin, and then uh, and came into the pits, and then worked his way back up to 7th, then had another issue, went back down to 12th. He finishes in 9th overall in car number 35. Terrence Karahar was 10th. Gary Fowler was uh, 11th. John Febjonic was uh, 12th. Your 13th place finisher, Norm Benson. Your 14th place finisher was Richard Gray. Tom Van Wee finished 15th. And in 16th place was Nicholas Coe. That is your full field rundown for the SCCA Cal Club Region U.S. Majors Tour races here for Group 2 here at Buttwillow Raceway Park on Saturday afternoon. This is Brian Blasky, and you're listening to the Motorsports Podcast Network. <laughs>